Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name, again, is Jeffrey Davis. And uh, anybody who's worked with me over my whole career knows that I grew up in the food business, have worked in the food business a lot of my life, and uh, I love to eat. There's no doubt about it. So our next guests, uh, you know, I think that they uh, have a lot to say, and they've been acknowledged by Bon Appetit, which is a great restaurant. And we're going to be talking with Lawrence Louis and Rari Ratsifa, and they are chef and co-owner of Rubato HK Cafe. See, I took a little slow just to get it right. That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Yes, I'm intellectually challenged. Uh, tell us about the restaurant. Yeah, I mean, it's a modern Hong Kong cafe in Quincy, Massachusetts. Um, it used to be uh, run by my mom for 22 years before we took over as a, um, she ran it as a Cantonese bakery. Um, and yeah, we, we, you know, we, we were in London at the time and essentially, you know, got a call from my mom and, you know, she asked if we wanted to take over. And, you know, I think we had a lot of different ideas for what it could have been. Um, but essentially it's a, it's a counter service, um, quick service restaurant. We do kind of modern takes on Hong Kong, uh, traditional food, um, and and we put a little twist on it. Well, again, you said London, you said Hong Kong, and for those of us who know, one of my favorite places in the world to have Asian food is in London. Mm. It's true, mm-hmm. very good and, taste. Yeah, <laughs> yep. have a, a, because there's a lot of Hong Kong chefs, and uh, you know Hong Kong chefs are historically at a different level than let's say mainland China chefs. Mm. And I know that. And uh, so you have the real gourmet chef. So uh, have you been a surprise to the marketplace? Wow. Yes, yeah. I would say 100%. I don't think people. So if you know, we're situated uh, slightly outside of Boston in Quincy. Um, and I don't think people were were waiting or thinking that we were going to open this type of restaurant in a more traditional area. Um, if you go around, it's more like traditional Asian food, traditional Chinese foods. And then we kind of came in with our big green uh, doors and our yellow inside and all of that. So I think people were pretty surprised. Um, and also talking about Lawrence's like level of chefs and, and cooking um, you could get a pri- pretty high end level, and we make simple, authentic, I think, food. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the beautiful thing about, you know, obviously, we'll, we'll say this, but it's the beautiful thing about, I think, Rabato is that you know it's it's honest food. Um, you know, I think it, it's it it the menu really touches on my experience as like a Chinese American, and like you know, I I've cooked in like really nice restaurants for the last 10 years, but it's, you know, it's taking those seals and kind of applying it to, you know, food that, <clears throat> that I grew up on um, and food that I want to cook that's meaningful to me as like, you know, growing up Chinese American. So, you know, in the city, there's not much, there's no, there's nothing like what we're doing. And I think there's different reasons for that, but um, it's, you know, I, I think we, it was, it was fairly risky. I think when we were talking about it, it was kind of like, is this going to yeah. work? And and we don't know, right? Like, we're not sure. There's no, there is no like place where like, oh, it's going to be like this. So a lot of it was kind of like, let's just, let's just like go with something fairly unprecedented and, mm-hmm. and see where it goes. Um, and I think well, I, know for, grateful, I, yeah. I know for me, I'm always looking for chef 
a real chef owner restaurant mm. at that 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 gourmet boutique kind of small restaurant cooking versus a food hall. That's not my that's <laughs> not my favorite style uh, of cooking. You know, formula foods. Uh, now you're not doing sit down. You're doing counter takeout, correct? Well, yeah, there's nine, there's nine counter seats. So it's all first come first serve. So we don't do, it's not full service. Like we don't have waiters. We don't have, you know, reservations, none, none of that, but um, it's a mix, you know, as, as many people like to sit, it's like, it really like, you know, we, we had a uh, architects help us with the space Sapid studios, um, which are my, like, yeah. they're my childhood best friends. Yeah. I've known them for over 20 years back in Switzerland. And then when we, once we had the project, we're like, yeah. we need to call them because they're, her and her husband are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so that's how we kind of yeah. came up with, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the space is beautiful. They, they did a great job on it. And, and so people like to sit, but it's, it's, it is, it's like 450 square feet in the dining room. So that includes like, you know, the cashier, the cafe, the steam tables and, and all that. So it's not it's not a lot of room. But yeah, think of it. It's not a sit down, but it's a casual like dining yeah. experience where people can just come in, talk and go. That's how I would yeah. I would say. And uh, what are your hours? We do Wednesday to Friday, 8 to 4 p.m. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday, we do 9 to 5. So it's all is it's all breakfast and lunch. That's good. Uh, now, tell me a little bit about both your backgrounds, so I get your journey to what you've created here. Yeah. Your child. Yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I feel like I have a pretty typical background. Um, I yes, well, I I went to graduate school, for, uh, undergrad school for business, and then did my grad degree in international marketing and advertising. Um, I've worked in client facing spaces, um, for, I would say like most of my career until now, um, right now I'm a senior client success manager in a software company. So work in tech and I co-own, as you know, Roboto with Lawrence, where I oversee everything marketing. So my role is really to represent Lawrence as image uh, to the world, as well as Roboto as the brand to the world. She makes me look good. That's what it is. <laughs> good marketer. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, for me, you know, I think food has always been a big part of my life. I think just growing up Chinese-American, like... You know, in in Boston, I was born born and raised in Boston. Um, you know, it was always a big part of our family and kind of our culture. And you know, whether it's celebration, whether it was you know family gathering, whatever, like it was always around food. So food's always been an important um, piece of my life. Uh, I did. I you know, I I, I got my graduate degree at, at uh, UMass, and then I went into community work, like doing nonprofit uh, community organizing work for a bit, uh, and then after that. Took a year off in China. That's where we met. Um, yeah. And essentially, yeah, decided to be a chef. <laughs> wanted, wanted to kind of like see what it would take to 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 own a restaurant and then kind of just, you know, started from the bottom and, and got, mm -hmm. you know, sent my application to a million different restaurants being like, give me, give me a chance. Like, and that was um, 10 years ago. That was, that 10, was years 10 years ago in China. We were like, he was like, I yeah. really want to cook. And then yeah. you started applying yeah. to places like Oleana, yeah. um, like really big places. Yeah. I think. And I, and I, I've been great, but I think I got, I was fortunate enough to get really good opportunities to kind of in, in London and in, in, in Cambridge, yeah. 
Um, and, and yeah, and then kind of, I, I always knew I wanted to cook Chinese food because that's what like, you know, I think meant something, it was important to me. Um, and yeah, when, when we got the opportunity, my mom called us and was like, Hey, do you want to take over this bakery? We're like, I mean, this is, this was all post pandemic too. So I think a lot of it was, you know, with the times and kind of trying to pivot and thinking about, you know, what's, what's the next mm-hmm. step for us, then, then this felt, this felt right. Mm-hmm. And then we gathered forces. We gathered like our friends, like friends that are really good in specific areas. Like his best friends is in finance and economics. My friends were in architecture and design. And I think just having all these minds together, me marketing and Lawrence, a chef and creator and entrepreneur, um, just kind of made Roboto where Roboto is now today. So your mother had the bakery. Uh, and she, you know, asked you about taking it over. When did you first have ambitions to being a restaurant entrepreneur? I mean, it was, I think it was since the the very beginning. I think it was the idea. I mean, everyone, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have this kind of dream. Like I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, I want to like retire and open a cafe or retire and like open a restaurant. Um, I think people quickly realize how much work it is and how difficult it is. And 24 seven. Yeah, I mean, you know, right? So if your if your wife has these restaurants, it's like it's 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 just anything that happens, you're the bottom line, right? And like, mm. you know, I think it's it's an intense kind of lifestyle, and and so, you know, I I I'm grateful for my past self to kind of take the the long road and and just like get a job to do it, um, and 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 the dream was always to have my own restaurant. The the question was kind of like, what type of restaurant do we want? And like, is it going to be high end? Is it going to be a diner? Is it going to be you know, like what, what is it going to be? And I think um, it is slowly shaped over those, you know, 10 years of cooking um, into, you know, what it is now um, and what it will be in the future. So. And you yeah. said something really interesting about once he felt like his skills and, you know, your like want to open yeah. a restaurant, like really were at that point yeah. where they were equal, then that's when he felt comfortable opening Um a restaurant of his own, but it took over 10 years of paying his dues to the industry, <laughs> uh, dreaming, you know, having also time during the pandemic to also think uh, through the business model of what Roboto is today and, and, and open. Yeah. I think that's an interesting journey because some people are born entrepreneurs, but I think it really does develop. It's a skill. It's mm-hmm. a way of thinking, uh, you know, it sounds great. Sounds exciting. Uh, you should expect to see me there soon. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and if somebody's looking for you before me or aside from me, how do they find you? Where do they find you? <laughs> yeah, Quincy Mess. Um, we're we're right on we're on a main street um, in North Quincy, right on Hancock Street. I'm there all the time. Rari's there all the time. You know, if you chances are if you come in, it, it would be hard not to see. One, if not both of us. <laughs> and then for everyone on social, everyone on yeah. social media, obviously we have an account, um, Roboto Food on Instagram. We're mainly announcing exciting things there, menus, yeah. um, highlighting our staff. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find us. Well, that sounds great. And I want to thank you for being on Radio Entrepreneurs today. We look forward to having you back again. Remind everybody this is Radio Entrepreneurs.